Hello everyone, a very warm welcome to Christina Aguilera Track Battle. I'm your host Bags, super fan and lover of all things Xtina. This is the podcast where we take two songs from Christina's amazing discography at random via our fancy random track wheel, discuss them and undertake the challenging task of determining which is better. Let's find out which songs are going head to head this episode. Are you ready fighters? Let's spin the wheel. And that's going up against... Sing for me. Hey, hello, random again. We have sultry sexiness here versus self-assurance and confidence. So let's start with the sultry and without further ado, talk about pipe. So I think Pipe has to take the award here and a lot of kudos for probably being the most kookiest and quirkiest um, song title in Christina's discography. I mean, this is my my very honest and humble opinion. Uh, but those, those four letters, the one word, I mean, when we first saw this appear on the track list of the album that it came from, it was a bit like, hmm, plumbing. There's a, there's a top, topic we've not seen Christina explore yet, but... It wasn't about plumbing. Um, So let's talk a bit more about it. Um, Pipe is track number 13 as it appears on the track list on Liberation, released in 2010. And it was written by Christina, L. Hamilton, Sango, Nino, Chapope, Renee Hill and Taylor Parks. Nice long list there. Uh, And it was produced by Sango, Nino and Chapope. As we know from some other Liberation tracks we have spoken about on Christina Aguilera Track Battle, Che Pope is a producer who has worked very closely with Kanye West, uh, especially on his Good Music project, and also producing on Lauren Hill's Grammy-winning album The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Che Pope has contributed to production and co-production on quite a few tracks on Liberation. Um, Sango has done work with Goldlink, who is also another featured artist on Liberation. So nice little complex web of producers and featured artists that uh, we have created here. And also Nino has produced work for acts like Drake and Party Next Door, all in capitals. So some great hip hop and R&B producers here. And as we know, you know, there were the rumours and the sort of hints looking at the producers that Christina was working with that the album was going to take a little bit more of a hip-hop turn a bit more of an r&b turn which was a nice welcome return seeing as we had um full-on pop with lotus before we had electro with bionic before that and then complete jazz retro with the album before that which is back to basics so it was a nice sort of return to that hip-hop r&b sound as explored on stripped um the song pipe features an artist called xnda um so um a bit of a weird one here because uh, this was a quite much of a mystery as no one had ever heard of him before when the tracklist for liberation was released um you know we saw fall in line featuring demi lovato as we know demi lovato 
big female vocalist, um, very, very successful. We saw Kida and Genesee for Right Moves, which massive dancehall artists. I mean, if we didn't know who they were, we Googled them and we found out who they were. Um, and then, of course, we saw Ty Dolla Sign and 2 Chains on Accelerate. So, you know, artists that we have seen and heard of before, or you can find out a bit more about them. But put XNDA in Google. I mean, back then, you won't, you'll find out who it is now. But um, XNDA, no idea no idea who it was all we knew it was a male vocalist but there were rumors around the time of release and it was reported in the media that after looking in sort of the liner notes of liberation in the album booklet and seeing the writers names um and just sort of putting two and two together um that xnda was none other than legendary formula one driver lewis hamilton which was so bizarre because lewis hamilton formula one sports person never really dabbled in music but turns out um you know that could have been him um christina was also spotted with him in azerbaijan at the grand prix in 2018 uh, presumably i'm guessing around the time that liberation was being recorded or a lot of the tracks had been recorded um, and she also did a concert there as well um and she sort of threw around the word liberation we had an intro to the concert where we um that sort of words beginning with the EX sound, X sound, you know, after Xtina. Uh, and then there was like this shouty chant of liberation. So us fans, us fighters, as we like to put two and two together, <laughs> we automatically assume that the new album or the new era or new music or something coming was called Liberation. Um, but yeah, she did this concert there. Um, and then we, we found out that that was probably was the title of the next album. She also hinted that there was a song that she wanted to perform on the day, but probably couldn't. I'm guessing, I don't know why, because of release and things that would fit right at home um, in terms of the Formula One and what it's about. And of course, looking at that, that was obviously Accelerate, you know, being that you accelerate a car. Um, but um, the rumours were there that XNDA was Lewis Hamilton. Um, and initially, Lewis Hamilton actually didn't confirm this. He was asked, um, you know, it was alluded to in many interviews with him, but he didn't actually specifically say in black and white, that is me, I am XNDA, I have been um, collaborating with Christina. But in July 2020, so a couple of years after the release of Liberation, in a series of Instagram posts on his stories, um, he confirmed that he was XNDA, um, and that is him who is featured on Pipe, which is um, weird. I mean, who would have thought it? Christina working with Lewis Hamilton, of all people, on a song. Prolific Formula One driver Lewis Hamilton. Um, but he had really good words to say about Christina. He said that he had this incredibly beautiful and talented person reach out to me a while back asking me to be on her album. He was very much blown away. He jumped at the opportunity. He had two hours to write his verse and record, which is pretty good. I mean, he has one verse in the in the album in the in the actual track itself. Um and of course, you know, very professional recorded it straight away. He um Hamilton has actually uh, explained that he'd been working on his own music in secret for 10 years. Um and he had planned to release it under the XNDA pseudonym. Um I'm guessing that it was going to probably be some sort of, you know, viral thing, um something that would have 
picked up traction but you know the you know he actually said the goal was um to have the music come out under a different name um so you could hear the music first and later know that it was him because you know of course a name a big name like lewis hamilton um you know you don't associate that with music and i think you know somebody who's already so famous in their own right and wants to sort of explore other avenues i think it's a very very clever way of trying to sort of go down that um try and go down it because you know you're not going to let your fame or your name or the celebrity take away from the music that you want to release you know you're not just going to sell music on your name alone you want to sell it on the quality of your music and what you're producing so you know kudos there to him um, and kudos to actually for him keeping it quiet as well because you know we only found out it was only confirmed until a couple of years later um, you know he actually said that um, you know he wanted to have the music come out first um, obviously it's not worked out the way he planned because he sort of shy away from acknowledging that it was him he doesn't know why um you know maybe insecurities fear overthinking it something he thinks many people can relate to um but he actually said xnda is me he's honored he's very grateful for christina to give him a platform and a place to use his voice how lovely so um you know really really nice working relationship there and you know i would like to hear more music from lewis hamilton i think he's got a great voice um and it's very very smooth and it lends itself to the vibe of the song pipe very very well um pipe itself very sensual song you know xxx tina who we've spoken about on this podcast before she's here in full force and it's about christina singing to i guess like a hookup about what she wants him to do to her i mean she gets i mean she says you know I mean in very much in the chorus I get loud when you put that pipe down and well pipe here is a metaphor well you know mm, hi <laughs> um but I think you get I think you get the message um so like I said very very sensual full-on chilled R&B hip-hop very minimalist production which focuses very much on the vibe like a lot of the songs on Liberation Christina has said that it is all about the vibe all about the feel um you know getting yourself in the mood for what the that song's trying to create um and I, I also love here in terms of the production what I call the sprinkles in the background um this sort of like xylophone sounding instrument um it's very very sultry adds the extra flavor to the song and extra depth and, and you know I really really like it um in terms of her vocals here this is one of those songs in her discography where she's really really playing with the way that her voice sounds it's not signature Christina at all she's got this sort of twang and sort of a bit more of a breathy texture to it that she's putting on which just completely adds to the vibe of the song you know very much like a lot of the songs on liberation like i said before um, you know like i do right moves even accelerate as well it's all about creating this fresh vibe rather than letting signature vocal tina christina take the front seat and you know we really i really really do like you know that that she has experimented with her sound um you know you've got some artists that have very you know similar sounds um that they sort of go through that and then take a natural progression through that from album to album um but christina is you know she's not afraid to reinvent um you know to go from a jazz album to an electro album to a pop album to a very much an r&b hip-hop influenced album is is absolutely brilliant and there is no other artist in sort of recent memory that does that you know who jumps from genre to genre and really makes it work um and you know that's just absolutely brilliant here um christina spoke about the song as well she said she had a lot of fun exploring different textures and tones in her voice stylistically and and very much um, enjoying tapping into a certain kind of flow this sort of flirtation um and then you know she actually said this song's not only about sort of foreplay and um 
you know getting it on but it's also about wordplay as well and you know that innuendo and that tongue-in-cheekness and and you know i really really like that here um so let's look at favorite parts and favorite lyrics as we've done with every song here on christina aguilera track battle um my favorite part i really like the intro and outro mainly because of the experimentation you know in the intro there's this sound that really sounds like they've done something to her voice like a very muffled version of her voice um and they've done some sort of effect on it purposefully, just very much adds to the vibe. Um, you know, it follows Accelerate in the track list, Accelerate, this very, you know, quirky, abstract uh, wall of sound song. And then this is very minimalist, very much quieter. So it's nice to hear that sort of juxtaposition there as well. And then the outro with the sort of breathy ad libs and, you know, those xylophone sprinkles, uh, it's just lush. I'm not gonna do the notes of the xylophone sprinkles because I won't do them right. and you will all get confused and I will just cry. So let's not go there. <laughs> um, my favourite lyric, um, I like, I need some receipts, all that shit you said you were going to be doing to me last week. Oh, I need some receipts. Got a couple secrets that I really like to see if you could keep. I oh, Sorry, I started off a little bit British and then it went a little bit American. Um, you know what I mean though, but I love that very very sexy very sexy um there is a big demand from fans to sort of for her to perform this um i mean i reckon it's one of those songs that maybe because of the vibe it's probably not best in a sort of live stadium setting maybe better suited for things like an intimate set or maybe like an unplugged or an acoustic set i mean it is on my songs i wish christina will perform live playlist um so yeah slowly tick them off <laughs> but yeah pipe absolutely you know so sophisticated sexy classy filthy dirty all of the above all at the same time great experimentation here from christina it, you know it's so great to see that even this further on in her career she's still not afraid to experiment with different sounds and the way that she sings um, and this is very much uh, an experimentation of sound experimentation of the way that she sounds and um it just works it works so well so let's talk about the song that Pipe is up against, which is Sing For Me. So Sing For Me um, is track number seven, um, as featured on Lotus, released in 2012. Um, so this song was written by Christina, Eon Manahan and Ginny Blackmore. And it was produced by Eon Manahan or Eon Step Manahan, as credited. Uh, both Eon and Ginny have worked together on Ginny's own solo stuff, uh, which has done very, very well in New Zealand. Uh, Ginny's been a guest mentor on the New Zealand version of X Factor, um, you know, and her her voice is very very nice it's you know very very much uh, very clear and you know got a lot of power behind it as well so you can see why um she has written this song for christina and why christina's picked it for for lotus um so sing for me is um very much like a power ballad um and it sort of speaks to us um and sort of tells us how christina is there she was born to sing she's put on this earth to sing and it's very much inspired by christina's love for her idols um people like etta james whitney houston to name a few um which she has spoken about over the years um and there's some what I call sort of lotus style instrumentation here. Um, and what I mean by that is um, very soft strings, delicate piano, and then these booming um, sort of ballad type drums, which we get on a few songs. We have this sort of nice background with 
the soft strings, um, Delco piano, or, or like I said, other other instrumentation. But in terms of the drums, the drums very much are at the forefront here. Um, there's a lot of songs on Lotus about that. I don't know if that's because of the mastering or that's how it how it works in terms of the sound. But um, yeah, that's why I call it Lotus style instrumentation. And then in at the end of the song, we've got a key change in Throne for Good Measure, which you know we love a key change. Um, so this song, um, Christina actually said that her role as a coach on the American version of The Voice encouraged her to record this. Um, she was doing an interview with Billboard magazine in the sort of uh, the promo for Lotus and um, you know she was quoted saying seeing all the singers you really come face to face with a lot of different type of people her teammates especially on this season which was season three um, that sh that we'll get to know um, are predominantly younger um, so you know she did have a bit more of a younger sort of team on on season three and to her that was quite inspiring because they have come up to her and you know they said how much of a big fan they are and that they've grown up listening to her music um you know and they've sort of shared with her what sort of songs of their of hers have touched them the most and um you know how they had to learn every single ad lib dissect the song um you know for her that inspired her because as a vocalist it brought her back to that's what i that's what she used to do when she was listening to her whitney houston records and mariah carey records at james records um you know it brings her back to a place where it becomes her own personal responsibility to infuse the next generation with more information about learning every intricate note um, and then that's why a song called Sing For Me is a special song to her because it's one of those singer songs where you know if you're not a vocalist you can't mess with that song um, so you know and, and she said that a lot in terms of Lotus and in the release of Lotus she wanted to sort of get back to inspiring younger people to sing and inspiring younger people through her music um, you know by creating you know like what she was basically saying Army of Me is like a fight 2.0 um you know she, she her younger people she wanted to sort of get back into you know reintroducing herself because they were seeing her as the lady who turns the chair on the voice and uh, not knowing the complete and massive impact that she has had on the music industry since her inception of her career um so she sort of wanted to bring a spotlight back to that um you know of course as we know her relationship with the voice has sort of very much dwindled um she's not on there anymore and uh, you know she's done her thing on there uh i mean we'll talk about that when there's a certain song that gets picked um but uh yeah as we know that's what she wanted to do with the song like sing for me um but i also i also see this song as sort of a response to a lot of the media backlash that she got in the two years between the release of bionic in 2010 and lotus in 2012 you know she was absolutely slated in the media for so many different things her sound her image her behavior um you know but this is her saying that she is ignoring all of that she's staying true to herself staying authentic to her art her passion her individuality and she's emphasizing the message of you know no matter what people say their mean words their horrible words cannot keep you down you just be yourself just do your own thing and one day you will rise above all of that like a lotus <laughs> taking it back to the intro um but you know she is letting us have 
it on this, you know, with classic Christina-isms, you know, showing that, you know, I mean, I mean people, horrible people saying things like, you know, she oversings and, you know, she doesn't oversing, um, you know, she screams, she doesn't scream. If she was oversinging and screaming, she still wouldn't be singing like this. She would have completely ruined her voice. Um, so she definitely, you know, that is the way that she just is. And she is just showing on this song that, you know, this is me, this is my classic way of singing this is my signature way of singing this is what i'm known for suck it and you know and that's exactly what lotus was about um you know there was a lot of people saying a lot of very not very nice things to her in the lead up to the release um in the media and um it's nice to see that she hasn't actually made a specific comment on it but she's letting her art speak for itself and that's great you know absolutely inspiring um Ginny um this actual sort of writer of the song she released her own version um as well which is available out on YouTube um so go and check it out it's very very good um it's very much in a higher key some lyric changes as well the instrumentation is a bit more focused on the strings um in the forefront as opposed to the drums on the Lotus version which is quite a nice addition um you know adds a little bit more atmosphere as well which is is quite cute um let's look at favorite parts and favorite lyrics um my favorite part i mean i'm a sucker here again completely for the outro mainly because of how delicate sounding her voice is she's using her breathy tones which is just lush in comparison to classic christina from the rest of the track um but yeah i, I just like it when christina does go a bit delicate it shows her vulnerability and um you know really sort of shows a different side to her and a different texture of her voice as well uh, my favorite lyric uh, is i don't even care what the world thinks about how I sound because when I open my mouth my whole heart comes out. I love that she's so full frontal with how much she does not care about those naysayers and her singing and her music is the only way of expressing herself in her true form and her art uh, that she has been put on this earth to share. I mean absolutely gorgeous. Um, you know really really great song, uh, really shows her vocal like power um, and strength so well and um, it's just so it's very like i said it's very inspiring like christina said she wanted this song to be very inspiring and it very much is um and it's you know one of um you know one of the great sort of vocal performances that appear on lotus so we've heard about pipe and we've heard about sing for me but there can only be one winner this is going to be quite difficult but let's get that drum roll please and the winner is pipe Oh my god, I actually just listened to that back and um, that was just really, really funny to me. Sorry, I'm very blunt as you can probably tell. Uh, congratulations to Pipe. Um, I mean, for me, this far superior song out of the two. It's so flirty, sophisticated, experimental, sultry, vibey. How could it not win? Uh, Sing For Me is great. Her vocal power is amazing, but I think there are songs out there with her vocal power, which is you know even more better than sing for me uh sing for me is a great song very very good message as well you know very much in the heart of what lotus is about as well uh but pipe you know when we, when she goes to her experimental side and does something completely left field and completely out of the box i just love it i absolutely love it and the song is just so sexy and so brilliant so congratulations to pipe um join us again for the next episode where we will be looking at a duet of astronomic proportions versus old school r&b vibes hmm which songs are they you'll have to find out 
thank you so much for joining me and listening to today's episode. That is it for today's show. If you like the show, please be sure to subscribe, leave comments, let me know what you think. I always enjoy hearing from you all and much love to those who have already reached out and shared the love. Um, you can also get hold of me on Instagram and Twitter at Xdina Track Battle. Let me know what you think of the battles and let me know of what songs you think we have left to cover. Not many track battles left. Um, this is sort of the home stretch now. Um, but you will find out what all the songs are coming up soon. So thank you so much again. Love to you all. Peace out. 